You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to What's New with Wired. It's Tuesday, July 5th. I'm Zeke Robison. Today we're talking about putting sensor-packed Chinese cars on Western roads could be a privacy issue. Just ask Tesla. Make sure to listen to the end to find out what other Wired podcasts you can check out today. Teslas soon won't be welcome in the Chinese resort town of Beidaiha, The electric cars are strictly banned on the streets of the coastal city for the next two months as senior communist leadership descends on the city for a secret conclave. It's not the first time either. The city of Chengdu barred Teslas in advance of a June visit from President Xi Jinping, Reuters reported, while some military sites have similarly forbade Elon Musk's flagship product. While no official reason was released, the bans seem to be out of concern that the vehicle's impressive array of sensors and cameras may offer a line of sight into meetings of Beijing's senior leadership. It's a curious move. China is increasingly one of the most connected countries in the world. Chinese industry has even tried to brand Chengdu as the 5G joy city where locals are encouraged to stream their daily lives. Tesla may be one of the most popular electric vehicle brands in China, with upwards of a half million vehicles on the roads, but it is not itself Chinese. The firm has acquiesced to Beijing's data localization demands, setting up a dedicated data center in China, but it cannot shake the characterization that it is a foreign company, and therefore a national security threat. It's not a concern unique to Xi's government. As Chinese automakers gear up for a big push into the West, anxieties are already mounting as to how those vehicles could phone their robust trove of data home. The future of transport is certain to be electric and autonomous vehicles. They could also be the future of espionage. National anxiety about the surveillance powers of new modes of transportation is hardly novel. In 1913, the French army seized the German-made Z4 airship after it flew off course in thick fog and landed on French soil. Paris ordered that any photographs of French fortified places taken en route would also be seized, the New York Times reported at the time. Through the Cold War, both sides of the Iron Curtain addressed the question of expanding aerial surveillance capabilities by signing the Open Skies Treaty, opting to provide clear rules on how and when both NATO and Warsaw Pact countries could spy on each other from the skies, even regulating the flight path of these surveillance missions instead of attempting to stop them outright. Consumer vehicles are just a recent addition to the national security equation, but thanks to the globalized economy and modern product development, they are perhaps the trickiest challenge yet. 
As it stands, Teslas are arguably the most connected and widespread of a new generation of vehicles. Not only do they hoover up a massive amount of data on the driver, from call logs to onboard browsing history to average speed and route history, but their outward-facing sensors and cameras can relay a considerable amount of information about the surrounding world. David Colombo, a 19-year-old German programmer, proved earlier this year that accessing incredibly sensitive data on Tesla users wasn't just possible, it was fairly easy. Using a third-party application with access to Tesla's API, Colombo got into the systems of more than two dozen Teslas around the world, controlling their locks, windows, and sound systems, and downloading a huge bundle of information. I was able to see a large amount of data including where the Tesla has been, where it charged, current locations, where it usually parks, when it was driving, the speed of the trips, the navigation requests, history of software updates, even a history of weather around the Tesla, and just so much more, Colombo wrote in a Medium post published in January that detailed his exploits. While the specific vulnerabilities Colombo took advantage of have been patched, his hack demonstrates a huge flaw at the core of these smart vehicles. Sharing data is not a bug, it's a feature. The amount of data Tesla collects and uses is just the tip of the iceberg. We have yet to see fully autonomous vehicles or the much-vaunted smart cities, which could see 5G-enabled roads and traffic lights. In the near future, cars will not only collect information about their driver and passengers, but the vehicles, pedestrians, and city around them. Some of that data will be necessary for the car to function properly to reduce collisions, better plan routes, and improve the vehicles themselves. The United States and Europe have been asleep at the wheel, says Tu Lee, managing director of Sino Auto Insights. The U.S., Canada, and Europe may continue to be the world leaders in producing traditional vehicles, but that lead won't hold for long. Whether it's cobalt mining, lithium battery innovation, 5G-enabled technology, or large data analytics, Lee says China has been several steps ahead of its Western competitors. All those seemingly unrelated things are converging into this smart EV, Lee says. Of course, not all of Beijing's success came honestly. Chinese nationals have been accused of pilfering intellectual property from American companies to bolster China's growing industry. Li says that sort of espionage certainly helps, but it's not the main reason for Beijing's exploding growth in the automotive sector. China's capability in handling eye-watering volumes of data, for example, is well documented. Beijing's facial recognition programs rely on a ubiquitous network of surveillance cameras. Its proprietary GPS system enables real-time tracking of the Muslim minority in Xinjiang. Its expansive online surveillance system feeds into its dystopian social credit score. One country is used to managing terabytes of data on a daily basis, Li says. And at least when it comes to the auto industry, it's not the United States. And that data isn't just Chinese. Massive investments from Beijing are bringing its brand of smart city to Bishkek, Kyrgyzstan, Venezuela, and countries across Africa. Chinese autonomous vehicle pilot projects like Pony.ai are even on the roads in California. China has learned that diverse data, taking into account a wide difference in weather, people, and technology, improves algorithms. If China gets better at exploiting that data, it could need less of it. So even anonymized general data being relayed from a fleet of Chinese-made cars in North America could reveal individual patterns and habits, but also paint a complex picture of an entire neighborhood or city, be it the daily routine of an urban military base or the schedule of a powerful cabinet minister. In banning Teslas from certain areas, China is seemingly already controlling for that threat domestically. Colombo's white hat hacking exposes how targeting just one car could lead to a security nightmare. 
What if a threat actor, such as an international terrorist organization, gains the capability to hack the vehicles in a government motorcade? Colombo wrote on Medium. It has already happened. The German government believes Russia was behind a 2020 hack of its military transportation authority, which manages logistics for various government officials. The amount of information available from such hacks is only going to grow. The worst-case scenario, Lee says, the electric vehicle becomes a missile. It is perhaps China's clear focus on the automotive industry's future that has led it to clamp down now. While banning Tesla from cities near high-level government meetings is likely done on an ad hoc basis, Beijing has adopted stringent requirements for companies looking to operate in China. Rules published in 2021 essentially prohibit automotive companies from transmitting data from outside China's borders, particularly video and geolocation data. The regulations require that a company report to the Chinese government what type of data it collects on its drivers. While keeping that data in China significantly heightens the likelihood that it could be used by state security services, Tesla quickly acquiesced to the new rules last year, opening a dedicated data center on mainland China to satisfy the regulations. In the past, Beijing's restrictions in the automotive sector have been more about protectionism than national security. Until 2021, foreign automakers had to find a Chinese partner in order to open shop in the country. Axing such a requirement is a sign that Beijing is bullish about the future of its own industry. Make sure to check out our other Wired podcasts. Today in Wired Business, a new warehouse robot reads human body language. And checking in on Wired Science, forget lasers, the hot new tool for physicists is sound. Listen to these stories and more at wired.com podcasts. Thanks for listening to Wired. Check back in tomorrow to hear more stories from Wired.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.